We're learning the fourth Sicha of Parsha Shaiftim in Chelek Yates on page 188. Shir today is being learned with the Nishmas Rav Yosef ben Yamin ben Rav Menashe Kolpman. The Sicha we're about to learn is a very, very deep Sicha with a lot of very fundamental concepts in Chesidus. We're going to be learning the Sicha with the basic Pshat, the basic understanding of the Sicha. And with Debish's help, I hope to explain the Sicha properly, accurately. But if you really want to understand the Sicha the way you should be, you should uh, give some time to delve into the concepts of the Sicha and uh, learn it slow, pay attention to every point that the Rebbe says here. These are very, very uh, fundamental ideas will help you understand the true uh, connection that Ebshta has to the world, the Achtas Hashem, the Bittl, the, the fact that the world is completely Bittl Hashem, and so on, as we'll see in the continuation of the Sicha. But it begins with a subject in Nigla, in uh, Halacha regarding Eidus, the two different aspects of Eidus that there are. Let's see. And the von Eidus, Dava. So regarding Eidus, which is in this week's parasha, the Torah says that based on the words of two witnesses, Yakum Davar, we establish or we confirm a fact. Gefintmen Sugim. So there are two types of Eidus. Aleph. The more usual concept of Edis that we speak about is Edibir, Edim that come to clarify something about the past where there's an argument about something and it's not clear what did or didn't happen. So Edim are coming and uh, saying their testimony to let us know what's the story. So Ledugme, for example, Edis if Alva, Edim that speak about a loan, Vezerzach is not some Avarazayna, this is given the Alva. The point of the Edim is here to clarify for us that the loan actually occurred. But the Alvokish Latzma is not uphanging in the Eden. The actual loan itself, of course, is not dependent on the witnesses. Even when the loan takes place without any Eden present, the obligation that takes effect on the borrower to pay is, is there. The Fizeh, so if, if, according to this understanding of what the purpose of Eden are, is that Taich when Alpishnai made him Goimer Yakum Davar? What does the word Yakum mean? As the Davar that festgestelt durch the Edim. That Yakum means that a, a, something of the past can be confirmed or can be validated based on the, what the, the testimony of the of the Edim. That's one translation, one concept of Edim, which is the usual idea. Anytime there's any argument in Bezna about any subject, so you bring into witnesses and their testimony will uh, confirm what happened. Days, but then there's another pshat in the words of Edim, which actually are part of establishing or creating the very fact itself. When is this? For example, the Edim that are used in the Kedushin, which is marriage or the first stage of marriage, which today is when the husband gives the wife the ring. But Edim is a tale from the Kedushin. The presence of Edom at the time of the Kedushin, they are actually part of what makes this Kedushin take effect. But on the Dinis, Talach is as follows, as a filo ven saide ish and saide ish is in an maide as a ratir mekadosh given. Even if it's a case where both the husband and wife are in agreement that he did give her a ring, he was mekadosh her. Oibave, as then the bayinit given ken edis. However, if there was no presence of any other witnesses that, uh, that witnessed this, is the halacha as ein chayshishin lekidushav. So then, there's nothing to be concerned about this act. There's no kedushin that took effect. Does haste 
So what this means is, on Eide Kiddushin is Nitok and Kiddushin. Without having the witnesses present, there is no Kiddushin. As much as all the other parts of the act of the Kiddushin is what makes the Kiddushin here, the presence of the Eidim is part of causing the effect of the actual Kiddushin itself. Well, by them, Sugeidus, is that Pirish for Yakum Dava, Dava. The meaning of the word Yakum Dava means in this category of Eidus that they are the ones that are not just confirming the fact of the past, but they are actually establishing or creating this new status with the presence of their Eidus there. So these are the two concepts of Eidus Eide Birur and Eide Kiyam. So based on this, there's another difference that there is between these two categories of Edim. By Edim Birur, Edim that are just here to confirm something of the past, since the whole point of this Edim here is to clarify what it is that happened in the past. So when is it that they become Edim? When do they have the status of witnesses? According to Taita, when they come and speak, when they're coming to clarify, that's their whole point. So then they're Aidim. When they come, when they're, when they're saying their testimony, which is not the case when it comes to the Aidim, the Aidim that are actually part of creating this whole new status here. These Aidim are part of accomplishing, creating this act of Kedushin. So when they're there, when they're present, and they, they, they see what happens, that's when the concept of Edus, the definition of them being Edim, takes effect. It's at that moment that their power as Edim is being used to create this Kedushan. The Meit is the Rogachavim Mevayer. With this, the Rogachavim explains, for us Edi Kedushan, Daphne Tobin Kindrichakiro Drisha. Why it is that when it comes to Edim, that are testifying about a condition that occurred, the halacha that usually applies by Eidos, which is Chakiri Odrishe, to interrogate them, to make sure that they're saying the truth, but by these Eidim of Kedushin, the halacha of Chakiri Odrishe does not apply. Why not? Chakiri Odrishe is shayich by Azalacha Eidim, Vudagede Eidos, Vert Ikir in Undurich Bezn. When do you have this concept of interrogation? Interrogation is only if they are becoming Eidim now. When they speak, they're being elevated to the status of Edim. So the Torah tells us that it's the Chakiri Odrishe, which is part of the process to create the status that they become Edim. So, they will not become, they will not have that status as Edus in Torah with the power of Edus that could confirm the fact with absolute certainty unless the Bezdin will first interrogate them. However, when it comes to Eid Kedushin or other things that are similar, they are Eidim from the time that they witnessed what happened. And they, they, then the status of Eidim took effect and the, their power as Eidim is what established the whole fact that happened. So then at the time when what happened happened, that's when the Teireh gave them the status and the power of Eidim then. So therefore, it's not required to have the interrogation process in the Bezdin when they're actually saying their testimony as And now, this interrogation is the process to elevate them to the status of Edus. They already became Edus before at the time when they witnessed what happened. And once they have that status of Edus, 
it's not additionally necessary to have any interrogation that they should become Medus. They are already. This is the Rogachov's Pshat, an actual Nafkemina B'Poyal between the Eide Kiyom and Eide Birur as far as interrogation is concerned. So you see here in the Pshat of the Rogachov that this concept of Chkir Drishe, if you may simply think that the idea of interrogating witnesses is just about being sure that they're not lying, so we interrogate them. But as you see here, the Rogachov is saying that this is a din that the Torah says. The interrogation creates the gather of Edus. So once it is before already Edus, so then this process does not apply. They are Edus already. A pianal, based on this, as Edus, Zenenatel from Maisa Kedushin. That when it comes to the Kedushin, so the Edus are not just simply witnessing as people from the outside observing what's going on, but they are part and parcel, they're an integral part of the actual Kedushin itself. Zeizen and Mekayim, the Kedushin, they're the ones that establish this very Kedushin. Kemenech Mevayazayin, we could explain another halacha. By Kedushin, Zakmenit, Teich Kedei Dibur, Kedibur Domi. By Kedushin, we do not apply a usual concept, a usual halacha, that even after an act is done, but within a short time span, which is called Teich Kedei Dibur, which is as long as it, sa- it takes to say the few words, Shalom Alecha Rebbe Umayri, a couple of seconds, within those couple of seconds, it's still considered to be a time period where you can retract the action that you just did. But by Kedushin, that does not apply. The halacha is that within the amount of time that it takes to speak those few words, it's, as it, it's a continuation that you can retract. But chutzmah megadash. few exceptions. And what's applicable over here, what's, what we're going to speak about over here, is regarding kedushin and gedushin. Over here we don't apply this. So what's the difference? Why by Kedushin and Gedushin do we not apply the concept of Teich Kedibur Kedibur Dami? The Ran is Masber, so the Ran explains this. As Bishar Mili, the Lechamiri Kulahai, when it comes to other matters that are not of such great severity, they don't carry such weight like a Kedushin, where you're changing the status of a woman, of being single to becoming a Neshesish. This is a huge thing. So by everything else, which is not as important or as powerful to this extent, so the attitude of a person when he does this is with the following, uh, thinking in the following way. He does think about it, he makes a certain decision, but this decision is not 100% final. He should have that ability to retract if he has the last second. Sometimes when a person actually does something, that's when he actually realizes what's happening here. And he wants to have that moment that he should be able to retract it. When it comes to a matter of Kedushin or Gedushin, to marry or divorce a wife. Since this is something that is so huge of a thing that he's doing here. A person does not do something like this unless he made up his mind 100%. He's, he's, there's no, there's no, nothing shaky in his decision. He doesn't have to have that moment to retract it. So once he did it with the absolute certainty and he's totally there and decided about this, so you can't retract what you did. So essentially what the Ran is saying is the concept of is based on the idea that there never was a full haskama in the first place for what you were doing. The person only did it with a certain uh, idea in his head that I will be able to retract it. When it comes to Kedushin, because over here there was a full Askama, he made up his mind 100%, 
So then there's no such a thing as retracting what you did. Once it's done, it's done. The Biyor is a B'dayrish Hasbar. This explanation needs to be clarified. Because if this is true, as by Ander Zachem, is Nitok and Gemiris Das, is Noch Kedei Dibot, that everything other than Kedushin and Gedushin, where we do apply the idea of Teich Kedei Dibot, Kedibot Domi. So what this essentially means is that he's not, he can't break and retract what was already done. But what it really means is that there was never really a full agreement for what he did Dafais come in, so then it should the halacha should be as follows: as the ma'aser that nigma, that nit nigma bizdemot, that the action is not complete until that moment after the kedei dibor, when you know that you have the full askama, the full agreement of the person for this. Until that moment, you do not have the full agreement, so the ma'aser is not fully complete. Ubemele, and if so, oib ledugma. If, for example, if a person gives his friend a gift, food, let's say, the person receiving this food as a gift should not be allowed to eat it until after those few moments of when the full agreement is here and only now does it take effect. Until that point, the sale or the gift has never taken effect. It cannot take effect without agreement, and you do not have full agreement until that point. We don't find anywhere in Paiskim such an idea that the Kedushin, sorry, not Kedushin here, we're talking about a gift, does not take effect until after Kedai Dibur, and therefore if you're getting food as a gift, you can't immediately make a bracha and put it into your mouth. You have to just wait a few moments because it did not take effect yet. So therefore... Muslim Zogin, you must say, as euch by andere Sachen wert die Meise nigma gleich. That even by other things, not Kedushin, Gedushin, a gift, a sale, so really as soon as the act is done, so that completes, the action is done, and we consider the Das of the person to be absolute complete, and therefore it's all done. Nor, what's the idea of Teich Kedai Dibu Kedai Dami? At Kedai Dibu hat men Kayach zu Charata here, the Teire gave you the Kayach, or actually as the Rebbe brings in the Ha'ara here from a Taisvis, the Chachamim instituted that you have the ability to retract what's already done. And to annul what was already done. That's, so it's not that it was never done until this point. No, it was done, but the Teire, the Chachamim that is, are giving you the power to retract and nullify what was done. by and But by Kedushin and Gedushin, you do not have this kayach to retract what was done. So the question is, why not? If there is this concept that Chachamim are giving a person an opportunity to retract something that is already fully done, so Kedushin and Gedushin is also fully done like anything else, but nevertheless, there should be the ability to retract it. Based on what we said before regarding the Eden playing an integral role in the establishing of the Kedushin, we can understand this. Is the beer in them? The explanation is Vibalt as by Kedushin Vegedishin. Since by Kedushin and Gedishin, Vatimaisa Kedushin Evgeton Durchdeidus. What is creating this Maisa Kedushin itself? The Aden are also an integral part for this. So therefore, the man that is Mikadish this wife will not be able to annul this action that took place. It's, he's not the only party over here that's creating this Kedushin. It's him 
along with the Eidos that are establishing it. If you're alone establishing something, so then Chachamim instituted that you have the power to retract this. But if it's you together with the Eidos, how are you going to take this back if the Eidos already established that this is a fact? With the Eidos, whatever witnesses are there, they have nothing to do with establishing the very fact itself. Here it's the person alone that's selling or lending money, or whatever it may be that is establishing and creating this fact. So therefore he has the ability, he has the power to nullify the action that he did even after it was done, but he could retract it as long as it's So this explains another halacha regarding condition. Why does not apply. From here the Rebbe takes off to explain this concept of Eide Kiyom and Eide Birur, and with all the details that we've explained over here, how this could be understood on a deeper level according to Chesidus. Everything we find in the revealed aspect of Tere is also to be understood on a deeper level in, in, according to Chesidus. Let's move on as the Allah Oibe de Mante and Yanam and So it's understood that all of the details that we mentioned before regarding Edus. The two different categories of Edim, whether they're here to confirm about a fact that happened in the past, or the Edim themselves are an integral part of the action itself that it should take effect. The fact that when it comes to Kedushin, so here the Edim are establishing the Kedushin itself. Gimel, the Eidekium, they get their status as Edim when they are witnessing what happens. So Eidekium, that are just confirming a fact of the past, they become Edim at the time when they speak, when they, when they say their testimony in Bezden. And Dalet, a fourth point we said before, an action that is accomplished through the Eidos, they are, a, are an integral part of, of, of establishing this fact. So these Eidos have more power, and therefore this is something that cannot be retracted. All of this can be explained on a deeper level, according to Chesidus, of, of what the concept of Eidos is. So what is the concept of Eidos in the spiritual sense? Regarding Yidin and the world, Ashtaitan Pasik, the Pasik says, Atem Eidai Neum Hashem. Hashem says to Yidin, You are my witnesses. So there are two explanations. Aleph is, like I just said, Eilin Inun Yisrael. And this refers to Yidin, that they are Hashem's witnesses. And Beis, but there's another Pshat, Eilin Inun The witnesses refer to the heaven and earth. As it says in the Pasuk, that it's heaven and earth, which Hashem says are going to say testimony. So based on the two categories of Edus that we said before, the Edi Kiyam and Edi Birur, as the Tzvei Edus, Yisrael, Mushamayim Vaharetz, the fact that Yidin are Edus, and the fact that heaven and earth are Edus, they are the two different types of Edus, whether to clarify, confirm a fact, or to actually establish the fact. Kiddulikaman, as will be explained. So first to understand, to get a deeper appreciation, what exactly is this Eidus referring to? It says over here that the Yidin are Eidus, heaven and earth are Eidus. Eidus for what? What, are they, what exactly are the Eidus here to say? Eidim are here to say testimony. They're here to reveal us something, to let us know something. What are these Eidim saying? 
The Alter Rebbe is Mevaya Baruch So the Alter Rebbe in Lakutetere explains at length, as Eidos is Shayach Nor al Dovar Hanistar Venela Meene Akel. Concept of Eidos is when you have something that's covered, completely concealed of everybody, and then Eidos are the ones that are revealing it and their, their testimony reveals something that is unknown. Something which is open for everybody to see. You don't need, and the whole concept of Eidos doesn't apply if it's something that's, that's here for everyone to see. Nachmer. Now the Rebbe goes even further than this. Even if something is not right here in the open for everyone to see. But this is something with, that will eventually come out into the open. It will eventually be clarified. You don't really need a full concept of Eidos to apply here that they, you're relying totally on them to reveal this. Because even if right now it's not known, but since it's something that will eventually be known, so therefore their Eidos is not as, as strong as the usual Eidos. And there are actual differences in Allah in the Eidos, who you can rely upon in these two different Eidos. When you spare Eidos on a Milsa David so the, the standard of the Eidos is actually lower. Eidos, not the real concept of Eidos that the Torah speaks about, is dafke oifadova hanelam legamri. Is only when you speak about something which is completely concealed, and there's no way that it's going to be known to anybody, it won't even eventually be known. And here you have Eidos that have this information, and they come and are telling us something which is nelam legamri, completely concealed of everybody. And Ruchtnius meant this. So what does this concept mean in Ruchnia? So if you're paying attention to what the Alter Rebbe says there, there are really three different levels. There's something that's golui, it's out, everyone can see it right now. Then there's avidula gluya, something that's not right now known, but circumstances right now are such that it will eventually become known. And something which is nalam legamri, completely unknown to anybody. So in Ruchnius, this means as follows. The fact, so the testimony here that we're speaking about is regarding the Eibishter in the world. So the fact that the Eibishter gives life and is the engine of everything that exists in the world, the expression that it says in Zayr and Chassidus in so many places, the fact that the Eibishter fills everything in the world. The actual life that you see in everything, that's something that we can be aware of an experience and sense in the life that's in the world. This is something which is open for everyone to see. When you look at the way things are running in the world, so you can clearly see that there's godly energy that's giving the life for everything that goes on in the world. Just look around and see the movement and everything that's happening in the world. You understand. That is energy, that is godly energy that's here in everything. The estate, and this is what the Pasik means when it says, um, psari I look at my own flesh and I see godliness. Um, zagen, and also, this is what the Gemara says, ma just like the soul fills the body. So to the Abish that fills every aspect in the world, you have the nefesh that fills every single limb in the body. And you see the functions, you see the faculties, the kaychas of a person, you have movements and all the other faculties of all the organs of a person's body. So what, what, what all these show you? That each one has a certain level of energy according to what that limb's function is, and that's its life. 
So, so too, you have the level of godliness that is, is, is tailored and is adapted to every particular level of, the, of its function of what it is. And you look at the way it functions of what it is. You see the godliness that's here. So this is something that's proven and it's clear. We could understand this. We could comprehend and relate this to this level of godliness. This belief of the Eivishter's involvement and the highest, the Eivishter being, the energy and the engine of everything that goes on in the world is something that the pious ones amongst the nations of the world believe this as well. As it's known that this level of amuna in Mamalakalalmin exists even by Goyim. So this is something which is This is open to see. There's no idea of saying testimony to reveal something which is concealed. Furthermore, even the belief that there is in the existence of godliness which is higher than what exists in our world, even regarding the level of which literally means surrounds, or it's unlimited, the unlimited level of godliness that does not relate to the limited existence and functions that there are in the world. A level of godliness that's unlimited, and therefore it encompasses all levels equally. For this as well, you don't need Eidus to reveal this. Why? This is a level of godliness which one cannot take or one cannot comprehend with seichel, with intellect. A person could only think in the way we see things, in the way we understand things with our comprehension here in the world of what, uh, what something is and what, what, what level it is and what it consists of. We, we, our, our entire thinking is based on the klalim of the way seichel works in this world. Is of the seichel gufa mechayev, but nevertheless, a person's intellect itself will lead him to the conclusion as it says, Faran, that, that there is a level of godliness which is something beyond our comprehension. Nochten, viseichel is machriach, after the seichel shows a person, and if you observe and pay attention to what's happening in the world, you'll see that there's the godly energy that exists within every particular aspect of the world, the limited aspect of the world. This should bring you also to the recognition This is not the source the Eibishter himself, the fact that there's this level of godliness that relates to this existence of the world, this is not the Eibishter himself. On the Faran Madregis and Elokos, there's levels of godliness, but then in Hechel from Welt and Seichel. This is removed, this is higher than what a person can comprehend. If a person sees a level of energy, a level of Chayas, that is limited and is tailored according to the existence of the world, that, that can't be the source of godliness itself. We, we can see that this is something which is related to something that is outside of the source. Not really outside, but in other words, it, at least it appears to us to be outside. In other words, it relates to something else. It's a level of highest that the world can receive, or the, the, that the world is living with this highest. The source of the highest, though, is not defined in this way at all. It's actually completely out of anything that we could understand or define altogether. But Seichel itself leads you to the conclusion that the essence of the life is not the fact that the Eibishter is the highest of the world. The essence of the life is, is, is completely removed of being defined by our Seichel. On the Rebbe, so therefore, 
is if der madrege nechayachted in Yenayidus. Even regarding this level, there's also no, no necessity, and it's impossible to apply the idea of Eidus, the testimony to reveal this. Although this is not something which is here, something that we could observe with Seichel and understand in this world, this is something we can't comprehend. It's beyond anything, beyond our thinking altogether. Nevertheless, this is still something that is considered to be related to our understanding. Just like Avidid Lagluya means that the current circumstances will eventually lead to understand this. So, so too over here, it means that what we observe in the world will lead you, if you trace it back, you, you'll understand that there has to be something that's beyond our comprehension. Yes, this is something which is beyond our understanding, beyond of the way we think about things, and therefore... This is not a level of godliness that we could explain or understand what it is. But nevertheless, Seichel itself will lead you to the conclusion that if we see the level of godliness that exists in the world, that's limited and relating to this world, so there has to be a source that's beyond anything that we can understand. So therefore, this is something which is sort of connected to Seichel, and therefore you don't need the idea of Eidos to reveal this. Okay, there's a lot more to be said about this. This is not such a simple concept. The idea that even what's lemaylam is uh, something which is shaykh to be revealed, but we'll leave it at that. That inyam fun eidos is ifatzmusi barach. However, the idea of eidos truly is when it comes to the very essence of the Eivishter himself, which is completely removed, not only of the level of alakus, which is invested in the world itself, but even higher than the unlimited level of godliness, which is beyond our comprehension, the essence of the Eivishter cannot be described even that way either. The essence of the Eivishter is completely removed in truth, totally, a di- completely different reality. He's not at all reachable, understood, not only to be understood but not even to be able to be that the essence of the Eivishter exists beyond what exists in the world, any time a person is being machriach something beyond what his existence, what Seichel Gufa is bringing you to that conclusion, there has to be some kind of a connection over here in this way of thinking that's, that's leading you to this. But when it comes to the essence of the Eivishter, it's not something that you can come to, that a person with his Seichel comes to this understanding that there's something higher. Not higher. It's the very essence of the Eivishter. It's not higher, it's not lower, it's not related to Seichel at all in the first place. So the very essence of the Eibishter, that's what's completely nelam legamri. And as the Rebbe says, in Vibal Tatsmusi is Barach, is Adova nelam legamri. The very essence of the Eibishter is completely concealed, totally unrelated to our existence. Is Zevdem Shaiyachun Naitik, Der Inyum von Eidus, Epsumagala Zayn Atsmusi is Barach. Here is where the concept of Eidus that Chazal spoke about comes in. The Pasik speaks about Atem Eidai, that to reveal the very essence of the Eibishter. Just like the idea of Eidus simply is to reveal and express something that is unknown to everybody. Unknown on every level. Completely removed on every level. And this is the Kayach of the Eidus, whether it's Yidin or it's the Shemayim V'aretz, to reveal the very essence of the Eidushter. And here you have the two different uh, ways of, uh, or who it is that is actually saying this testimony. 
Aleph is Eide Bitter. One is those Eidim that are coming to confirm or clarify or reveal this fact. As then in Nikva Gevaren in Bria Eidus, it's been established within creation itself. Shemaim and it's in creation. So there's something here that says Eidus on this, that it's revealing this. Was Weisenleif, was then in Megala, the Kayach Eisoyf, was Da in Bria. They reveal and they show you the power of Einsoyf, not just the power and the energy, the engine of the Eibishter for everything, for all the, of the functions and levels of what exists within the limits of the world, but you could also see in the existence of the world testimony for Einsoyf, for something which is unlimited. And this refers, as the Pasik says, heaven and earth. How do heaven and earth show on the essence of the Eibishter, which is completely unlimited? So it's known as the Nitzchiyas from Shemayim, there is the eternity in the existence of heaven, of Shemayim first. And Shemayim is Kayomim Be'ish, that everything that exists in Shemayim, the sun, the moon, and the stars, every particular creation that's there exists exactly in the same, with the same power and the same intensity as it was in the time of its creation. Onaretz. Similar, you also see over here the eternity of existence in the world below. was Kayamim Bimin. Even if the, every particular being that's created does not exist eternally, but nevertheless, the continuity of every generation that comes one after the other, so you see the continuation of the Nitzchis in the, in the existence of everything in the world. Where does this come from? If the world is a limited place, so if it's limited, it should be limited not only by time and space, but it should be limited by, 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 by this as well, that at a certain point it should expire. And in Zman as well, it should, it, at a certain point, it should not exist anymore. The fact that we see a concept of Nitzchis, of eternity existing within creation itself, where is this really from, is not It's not something of creation itself. Creation itself is limited. Rather, there's a Koyach of Ein Saif. This is the testimony that David established in the world to tell us about the power of Ein Saif that's here. On the fars and Shemayim va'aretz, Eidim, Birur is Barach. Heaven and earth are indicators. They show us, they clarify to us that there's the essence of the Eibishter that's here in this creation of heaven and earth. And that's the real concept of eternity. As the Rebbe brings in the order, real Ein Saif. Infinity is only by the Eibishter himself. So therefore they serve as testimony for the existence of Ein Saif. Based is another concept of Eidus though. The Yidin that are Eidus. Eide Kiyum. The Eidim that establish the fact. They create this fact. As then an Eich Da Eidim is the Edim, that they were given the power, so to speak, they draw down, they bring the very essence of the Eibishter in the world. And this is something different. Just like in the case of Eide Kiyom, they're not just confirming something of the past, but they are there in the present, right? when the action is taking place, the condition is taking place, they're establishing, they're an integral part of the very condition itself. So Yidin them as well, they're not just here as indicators for the existence of Ein Saif in the world, but they are establishing and creating and being mamshech, bringing the essence of the Eibishter in the world. This is the power of Yidin, was then in Mushrish, in Atzmusi Yisbarach, the Shedish of the Neshama of Yid is by the Eibishter himself. Yidin through their Aveda of Teiru Mitzvahs, so mamshech zayin Atzmusi Yisbarach in Welt to bring down, to draw down the essence of the Eivishter into the world. Das ist euch der Tampnimi, 
Pavas, Eidi Kiddushin, Zenon Eidi Kiyom. This explains on a deeper level why it is that when it comes to the Eidim of Kiddushin, the Eidim are actually an integral part of the Kiddushin, and the Eidim are part of creating the Kiddushin. The Tachlis from Kiddushin and Nesuin is, what's the purpose of marriage and the mitzvah of marriage in Teira? Peruer of Ugaime, to have children. Was is der in dem Inyufunay Lade is Dam Shachas Kayach Ein Seif Dolamata, the idea of marriage to have children is also revealing and drawing down the power of Ein Saif, the infinity of the Avish into the world. The power of giving birth to children and grandchildren and children and descendants to all future generations, endless. Kiyidu as it's known. So that's what marriage is. Marriage is also another thing in the world that is drawing down the Kayach Ein Saif here. We're bringing down the revelation of the Avish's infinity in the world. So this, what we're accomplishing in Kedushin, is also expressed in simply the way the Kedushin itself takes effect. As the Eide Kedushin, Zen and Eide Kiyom. That the Eidim that are here are establishing, in other words, they're creating this unique Chiddush, they're revealing, or really drawing down and bringing this Kayach Ha'en Saif into the world through the marriage, which is the, the children and the grandchildren, Atzeif Kaladeiris. So these are the two types of Eidus as it relates to the Metzius of the world, as, uh, as we see here, the Rebbe is speaking about revealing the essence of the Eibishin to the world, which is, which is Nelam Legamri, just completely concealed, it's beyond our comprehension, and even beyond saying that it's beyond our comprehension, it's not even together seichel altogether. And nevertheless, this is the kayach of Edus to reveal the infinity of the essence of the Eibishter here in the world. One is through Shemayim Va'aretz, so we see that they are re- reveal this over here in the world, and then Yidin. Yidin are also mamshich, the Rebbe says, they, and this is a chiddish, what the Yidin accomplishes is a chiddish, that they draw down the Eibishter into the world. But here comes the obvious question. But if so, the question is, If the heaven and earth reveal the power of the infinity of the Abish in the world, in so then, what exactly is the Chiddush of the Edus of Yidin that they're the ones that are drawing down the essence of the Abish in the world? If the Ede Birur that are just indicators and are showing us and are confirming for us that it must be that we have the power of the essence of the Ebishter here in the world because we see the eternity of existence in Shemayim Varetz. So this is something that's being revealed through the Eide Birur. So how is it that Yidin are adding something more and they're establishing and drawing down something even more in the world through their Edus? Is the Kalal is the Gebir in them? So generally speaking, the explanation here is as follows. Yes, it's true, heaven and earth are saying testimony on the infinity of the Eivishter that's here in the world. But nevertheless, heaven and earth itself will not fully reveal the fact that the entire world is completely nullified and it's not an entity for itself at all. To that extent, heaven and earth do not reveal this kayach of Ein Saif that's here in the world. The world itself is a limited existence with all of the limitations of nature that it has on every level. And then there's the power of Ein Saif that it proves that has to be existing here in the world. But nevertheless, that's not what the world itself is. The world itself is a limited place. 
So therefore, it doesn't fully reveal the Koyach of Eisayif in the world. The Noiv Tuf in Yidin is, however, the accomplishment of what Yidin do is, Vizay Tu and Noiv, Durch Taito and Mitzvahs, and they accomplish through Taito and Mitzvahs, as is on this Galavaran, Vizis Ein Oid Mulvadim. Then when a Yid fulfills a mitzvah, he draws down the essence of the Eibishter, and here he reveals the true fact that the world is there's nothing other than the Eibishter itself. Vivelt is far einzig betachlis metatzmusi is barach. And therefore, what is truly the whole entire existence of the world itself, it's completely one with the very essence of the Eibishter himself. There is no two different things over here. An existence of nature with its limitations, and then a power of Ein Saif, which we can see in the world. What is the Mitzis of the Welt itself, the limited world itself? What is it truly? The Eibishter. Einait Movade. It's all the Eibishter himself. How is that revealed by the Yidin fulfilling Taito Mitzvahs? And they draw down the essence of the Eibishter. This reveals the truth of what the world itself is. And therefore, the Bittal and the, the Yichud with the Eibishter is to a much greater extent. As the Rebbe will explain in detail here in the continuation. Klaira Dasu to understand this better, to understand this clearer. So we first need to understand what it says in the Gemara regarding the Pasik that says that the world, the earth, was, was afraid. And then Shakata, it calmed down, it relaxed. In the beginning, the world was afraid. And then it calmed down. In the beginning, the world was afraid of its existence. Will, will it continue to exist or, or not? Because it wasn't clear if the Eden will accept the Taita or not. And Abish just said that the world has no point of existing without Eden accepting the Taita. What Chazal are really saying over here is a deeper point. The fact that the world is trembling and is unsure about its existence means that the world was, in, in its existence, it was weak. Not, not, not a confirmed, not a fully sure existence. And then when the Ebesha gives Yidin the Teire, Shakata, the world comes down. Which means, This now confirmed and strengthened the existence of the world that it's here to stay. Because Yidin accepted the Teire. So the way that Rebbe is understanding this Maimah Chazal is, Yara and Shakata refers to the existence of the world. Before Matan there was a weakness to the existence of the world. Yidin, accepting the Teire, strengthened the existence of the world. Shakata, the world became confident and calm and strengthened. But the question on this is, is that really the accomplishment of Matan The Mitzis Vevelt is doch Geshem V'chaimeh. What is the Metzius of the world that we're speaking about? It's physical, the physical existence of the world. And now what is the physical existence of the world? This is Mylem, Oilem von Loshen Helem, Ophilokos. The world is a place, it conceals, that's what the name Oilem means, and it conceals, it conceals godliness. in the So if anything, what did Matanteira accomplish? Matanteira weakened this entity of the world, which conceals over godliness. It refined it, elevated the world. As it says in the Medrash, as by Matanteira, at the time of Matanteira, no bird was chirping, the entire world seized in all of its functions. It was quiet. So therefore, only following Matanteira is it possible to take a physical object of the world and turn it into a holy object, to completely transform the definition of what this is. As it's known that this was impossible before Matanteira. 
So if so, what did Matan Teireh accomplish? Matan Teireh gave confidence to the existence of the Gashmias of the world. It confirmed its existence and strengthened the Gashmias. Or Matan Teireh weakened it, refined it. It refined it, it changed it. It, it allowed at least for a change. So Yara is indicating that the world which was shaky and not a confident existence at the Matantaira Shakata, it calmed down, it strengthened the Mitsuyas of the world. But how can we say this? Seem, the opposite seems to be true. Hey Nemes, now yes, it's true. As the Rebishtad Masnegve. What happened over here? The Abishta made a condition. That as in Misral Makavlan Ateide Atamiskaim, that if you didn't accept the Taida, the world will continue to exist. And if not, Abisha says, I will return you all to nothingness. So therefore, what do we understand from this? That if there's a condition over here, so then what, what is the whole entire Mitsias of the world? Mitsias of the world is dependent on this condition. So therefore, when the Abishta is giving the Eden the Taida and the Eden are accepting the Taida. So it strengthens the world, which is all for this condition. That's what the Gemara means. Is this But yes, true, what it explains is that it does strengthen the aspect of the world that is to live up to this condition, for the purpose of this condition. But what is the very existence of the Mitzvah of the world itself? The very existence of the world itself is still a physical world, that at the time of Matan did not get strengthened. If anything, it got weakened. And the Rebbe explains why the condition that the Ebesher makes with the world does not define the very existence of the world itself. For example, a person is giving a gift and he's, and he's making the gift conditional. Is the Tnai of the So it's understood that whatever condition you make is not the very gift itself. The gift is what it is. And then it's conditional on whatever it is that uh, you want the person to fulfill for you. But it's two different things. So true, we can say that there's a certain aspect of the world, which is the condition of what the world is for, but, and if the world fulfills that condition, but nevertheless, what is the world itself? The world itself is the Mitzis, the Gashmis of the world. So as far as the actual Mitzis of the Gashmis of the world is concerned, at the time of Matan it hasn't been strengthened. If anything, it has been weakened. Furthermore, the Rebbe says, Even before this condition, the Eibishter creates the world with a purpose. The world was created all for the purpose of Teireh and for the purpose of Yidin. So if this is what the purpose of creation is for, so we can say that this is really what the world is all about. This is the, the Pneumius of the world is all for the purpose of Yidin. And therefore, when the Abishah gives the Teda to the Eden, and the Eden accepts the Teda, so in that sense, the, this purpose of what the world was created for got strengthened. That's true. It's Lechayre, but even this, The purpose of what the world is created for is still an added feature or an added purpose of, um, in addition to what the actual existence of the world itself is. It says, the world that exists is for a certain purpose, for something. You can't point to the world itself and say that what is the essence of the world itself, the world itself is Teir and Yisrael. It's not. The world itself is something else. It's just for a certain purpose. The purpose and the actual world are two different things. 
If so, focusing on the actual mitzis of the world itself, the fact still remains as So the mitzis from Welt Gufe had Matantaira Oifgetana Chalishus in their mitzis. What did Matantaira accomplish? It weakened the existence of Gashmias. It didn't come to strengthen Shakata, to strengthen the mitzis of the world. So what does it mean? When the Gemara says Shakata, that the meaning of the Pasuk Shakata is that it actually strengthened the very Mitzvahs of the world, not the what the world is conditioned to, not the purpose of the world, but the very Mitzvahs of the world itself was strengthened at Matan There's a beard in them, so the explanation for this is as follows. And here there's a big difference the way things are. When the Abishta creates a world with a purpose, from the way we understand things, and the way we imagine when a person does something with a certain purpose. The way we observe things and we understand by a human being. As the kavanas, the When you have a certain motive and a certain purpose, when you do something. Um, the pu'ula gufa. And the very action itself that you're doing. They're two separate things. The purpose of what you do and the very action itself are two different realities, two different worlds. Is this the far is the The reason for this is is because by a human being, the world of kayach, the world of potential, of the way things are in the person's mind, where he has a purpose and an idea about something, and the world of action, where you have the physical existence of the world, are two completely different realities. The source of what exists physically does not stem from the way they are in his purpose and his intention of what he wants. The kayach, a person can have an idea from today till tomorrow that he wants to have this table here, but it's not going to be here. Then you have to leave the world of kayach, and then you have to come into the world of pile, where there's physical wood, and put together that table. So the kayach and the pile are two completely different realities. So much so, if you look at the pile, if you look at the table itself, you're not necessarily going to know what the idea behind building this table was. What is he using it for? What's, what's, his, what's his purpose? What does he want this table for? For food, for svarim, for something else? You don't, it's not, you don't see it there in the world of the pile, even though that's the whole purpose of why this table was built. But the world of Kayach and the world of pile are two separate things. In the world of nature, these are two completely different realities that have nothing to do with one another. So therefore the same is also true as the Kavana Sapula, the purpose, the intention of why you're doing something. It's separate from the action itself of what you're doing. By my all of this is not true when it comes to Davishter. Is ain kayach The kayach, the way things are in their source, and the way things are when they come out of the source, so to speak, and when they are extended into reality, it's all one and the same thing. It's not two separate things. There are no two two different realities that we can say that there's one source for this reality, there's another source for another reality. Everything that exists in the source, in the intention of the way the Abishta plans it and wants it, in its potential form in the source, it's there fully. And what, whatever exists in the Kayach form, and whatever exists in the Payal form, it's all one and the same. Everything is coming from one source, from the Abishta himself. It's not two separate things at all. So the Payal is already all there in the world of Kayach by the Abishta. There's no two separate entities, Bechlal. On the far is the Gantz and Metzies, Fundem Payal, their Kayach. When you see something which is here in actuality, what is it? It's a different reality. That's something separate from the Kayach, that's outside from the source. There's a different source, not the Eivishter. There's no such a thing. When the Eivishter creates something, it's all coming from the Eivishter himself. You have something which, 
which is in the potential form, and then extend, it extends further and further. But anything that extends, what, do you, what does it mean extends? It doesn't ever extend out of the Eivishter. It's all the Eivishter himself that's coming here, that's here. So therefore, in the Kayach, in the source of where it exists, whatever pile you see is all there already. It's everything there, Bishlemus. The only difference that there is between something which is Bekayach and something which is Bepayel is as far as if, if there's something that's not allowing us to see the source of the Kayach, so then we only see the Pile. But really, the Pile and the Kayach is really all one and the same thing. It's all the Eibishter's Kayach. And the same is also true to the Kavanah Sabriah. As far as the purpose of creation, the plan and the purpose and the intention that the Eibishter has, as Vibal, the Kavanah Sabriah is Bishvil Atayre Bishvil Yisrael. If the purpose of creation is for Tayre and for Yidin, then Zay Ir Emes Metzias. So that is there in the pile. That is what the actual existence of the world is. The world of pile is not separated in a different reality from the source of the way it is in the plan and the intention. That's, it's, it's all, the pile and the kayak is all together. It's all one and the same thing. The physical entity of the world, the way we see it, that's not what the world really is. The world is its true existence is the Bishvil Atayre Bishvil Yisrael, the Kavan of the Eibishter, of, of, uh, of, of what creation is for. Yeah, as the Rebbe brings over here in Order 51, that the Mitzis, of the way we see it, the way the world is created, and, and therefore we see two realities. There's a reality of Gashmias and Chomrias, the world that's created, and then there's the Eibishter from his perspective that everything is his, and he created everything, and he's the source of everything. But we see a pile, and what's this pile? This, this Gashmias. That's not true. That, 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 that's, not, that's not the true existence of the way things are from the Eivishter's perspective. The emesis, the way things are from the source, everything is coming from the Eivishter. There is nothing, you can't ever say that there's a pile which is not the kayak. The pile is also the kayak. Adarab, in the kayak, the pile is there fully. The far, so therefore, so this explains, again, this explains the point that the Rebbe is saying here, that when we speak about the Metzius of the world, the true Metzius of the Gashmis and the Chumris is the Teireh and the Yisrael. And that's what Matan Teireh came to, uh, to strengthen, this true Metzius of the world. Uh, apply, the Rebbe applies this to a specific Allah in Hilchah Shabbos. The Fagifintman Oyech Bidinia Teireh. So therefore we find also this Allah in Teireh as Merechensich, with the Kavanah von Azach, and not with his Geshem v'chaymer. Even in Dini Ateir, we find such a concept that when a person is doing something, what we focus on is to define the action done. We look at the motive and the Kavanah of the person, and not with the physical entity that he's doing. Udugme, beim Din, so the example for this is, the Halacha von Amoitzi, Eichlom Pachas Mekishir, Bekeili, Pater, Afala Keili, Sha'akeili Tfeililoi. So a person is carrying out in Shabbos. So there's a certain shear, the minimum amount, in order to be chayev when you carry. One of the malachas of Shabbos is not to carry from a private domain to a public domain, there's a certain minimum shear. So the food that you're carrying out is less than that minimum shear. But there's a keli, you have a, a plate that's holding it. And the plate is, has a shear to it. It does have that minimum amount to be chayev for what you carry. But because the main thing, the intention of the person is the food that he wants to carry, and the plate is just to hold the food. So therefore, because that's what his kavana is, that's how we define this entire action. And that's how we define the keliyat itself, as the Rebbe will explain it here. This says, what this means is, even though, looking at the physical keli itself, you'll see that it has the right amount 
to be chayev for carrying out. If you were just carrying the keli without any food inside, so then the, your purpose was to transport the keli itself from one place to another, so you would be chayev for that. But if you're here, he's not interested in carrying this keli itself. The kavana of the person is to carry the food. So even looking at the keli itself, the keli being only there as a tuffle, secondary, to serve the food, to be able to carry the food, so therefore the keli itself also is bottle and has no shear either. Azoi as the keli tail from the and in that sense, the keli itself is like part of the food. It's just there to serve the food. And if the food itself does not have a share, the keli does not have a share. So since the food itself is less than a share, is the keli pachas mikishir? So in this sense, the keli is also less than a share. Because what is the keli? The keli is just there for the food. Even though, if you want to separate the keli from the food, in other words, you want to separate the keli from its purpose, so then you look at the keli as a separate entity, yeah, the keli itself has a shear. So there's two different aspects to the keli here. You could look at the keli as a separate thing, it for sure has a shear. But if you want to look at the truth of the intention of the person of what the keli is, in that sense, the keli has no shear. The keli is just here for the food, and therefore the food has no shear, so the keli has no shear. That's uh, the Rebbe's pshat in this Gemara that shows you this idea that even though we said that this concept really applies only to the Eibishter, but nevertheless, we can see this idea reflected at least in Dinei Atayra regarding the Metzias of the world that the intention of the person will define how we observe, how, how we understand what the shear of the Kali is. Rebbe continues now to bring also another place in Nigla where we find this idea that Bechlal, the Kavana Sabriya, is what defines what is happening here. Whatever you have in Pnimi Yisateire, you have it also at least hinted in Nigla. So the same thing is also regarding the point that was said before, as the Gantzim Metzius Velt is Teire Yisrael. What's the true existence of the world? It's Teire Yisrael, since by the Eivishter, En Koyach Chasa Poyal. So what is the Poyal of the world? The Koyach, the Kavana, Teire and Yidin. Gefint Menes, Bekame, Bekaimes, Benigla, Akalpanem, Beremes. We find it in Nigla in a few places, at least hinted. Oladugme, as one example, Beteisvis. You find it here in a Teisvis. The Din is, so the Halach is, as Geshem, we ain't surfing Kachim Beyantif. On Yantif, if you have Kachim that became possible, so they're not allowed to be burnt in Yantif. Baila says, nor tzedek gavaya. Since what you're doing is just for gavaya, you, you're burning it for the purpose of the hektish that has to be burnt. Nit chedir. But there's no use that anybody can have in this. The basic halacha of Yantif is that the fire and whatever other malachas you're allowed to do on Yantif is only for the purpose of eichel nefesh. If there's somebody that's using it and he has a benefit of it to eat or any other benefit similar to that. But over here, Burning the kachim and yantiv does not serve any of that benefit. So you're not allowed. This also is the reason why if you have trume, which becomes tome, so the kayan that has this trume is not allowed to eat the tome, trume, and yantiv. What has to be done with this trume? It has to be burnt. But you're not allowed to burn it on yantiv as well, because it's tzayrach gavaya. So Taisus asks the question on this, trume is different than kachim. Why? 
Ibal, das me mag hanahabim from verbrennen de trumme. When the trumme is being burned, you're allowed to have hanah from this trumme. The kain may not eat it, but he may have a benefit from this trumme. If so, so let him use this trume on Yontif and burn it. Ah, he's not having anything, any benefit of it, and therefore this is not a malacha that's allowed on Yontif. No, I put it in a fire, use it as fuel for your fire, in an oven to cook. So then there's a benefit you're having of this for Eichel Nefesh to cook your food. So why can't the trume be burnt on Yontif in this way? On Taisvis Enfit. And Taisus there answers and says, Since when you burn this trumet, there, there is also a purpose in it that's being done for a higher sake. In other words, for the fact that this is what has to be done with this trumet. The trumet wants its tummy has to be burnt. But the late Tzayrechedyet, so whatever the personal use you may get from this is nullified. It's insignificant. Since there is another tzedek, which is the, the higher sake, which is to burn this, this trumma. And it's as if all that's being done here, burning this trumma on Yantiv, is for the sake of what the trumma has to be done with it, to burn it, and therefore any personal use, use that you have from it is totally insignificant. That's what Tyson says. Looking at this answer simply, it's very difficult to understand there. What does it mean? Why should the fact that there's a higher purpose here in burning this trume, that's what has to be done with trume, nullify the fact that at the same time there's also a personal use? It's two things at the same time. But based on what we said before, what is the true entity of the world itself? Teira and Yisrael is this movement. So we could explain this. The true entity of everything in the world is the Teira and Yidin. When you're utilizing something for its intended purpose. You're fulfilling the mitzvah. So then what happens is, this strips away and this nullifies any other aspect of its existence, and that becomes completely insignificant. All that remains over here is, what is this object? It's an object of a mitzvah. You're going to look at this object as something physical. If you want to separate the mitzvah aspect of it and, and, and look at the thing the way it is physically, you, you can see a physical object here. And it could be fuel for fire. But that's not what it is. When you're actually doing a mitzvah with it, it's true mitzvah is the mitzvah that this is. So therefore, everything else is, is insignificant. Under far we bowed the kavan of the tachlus from the sreifes trume is atzayich gavaya. When you burn this trume, which is tamei, so this is for the sake of the mitzvah. Vet b'meila bottled in sreifes Whatever personal use you have over here is not what this is. That's that, the, the true existence of it is the mitzvah that's being done with it. But this is where we can see mamish and halacha b'poyal this idea that the kavana of the Eibishter is not separate from the actual world created. That is the true existence of the world itself. al so now based on this, if this is the true reality of the world, that of the Shaila and now the question becomes, and al le'el similar to the question that we asked before in the Sikha, when we were speaking about the testimony of heaven and earth, and the testimony of Yidin. So over there, the Rebbe's question was, the testimony of Yidin are not adding anything seemingly to the testimony that heaven and earth are saying. 
So over here as well, we could ask the question, The fact that the purpose of creation is for Teireh and for Yidin, This wasn't accomplished at the time of Matan Teireh. This is the purpose of creation from the very first moment. From the very first point of creation, this is its true existence. The Kayach of the Eivishter in creation is its pile, is what it actually is from the very first moment. Hind, if so, was Hatzachayv Ketam Be'matan Teireh, was to leave them, is Dafke Demol, die Welt gekommen, zum Matzah von Shakata. So what was accomplished at the time of Matan Teireh, that the Gemara tells us that the, now the world calmed down. And the way the Rebbe explained, the idea of the world calming down means is that the Metzius of the world itself got strengthened. So seemingly the Hezbe that the Rebbe was trying to say is that what is the true Metzius of the world? The true Metzius of the world is the Teireh of Yisrael. So when the Eivishter gives the Teireh to the Yidin, so since that's the true Metzius of the world, so this strengthens the Metzius of the world. But now the question is though, why does the world need any strengthening for this? The, the, this is what the true Metzius of the world is from the very first moment. It's the beer in them. So here comes the punchline of what Matan is accomplishing. The fact that the whole entire existence is all the Abish's plan and intention, and that, that is what the pile of what the existence of the world itself is, is Mitzad Lamaila. That's the truth, the way it is from the Abish's perspective, or the truth, the way it is from above. Mitzad Based on the idea that by the Eibishter, there's no two different realities, the world of Koyach and then another world where you leave Koyach and you come to a new world of, of Poyal. No, it's all one and the same. The Poyal is included in the Koyach. However, But over here in the actual existence of the world itself, which the Eibishter also created, this reality as well. And the Ebesher creates nature in such a way that from our perspective, and it's not just a perspective, but it's a, the truth that the Ebesher created in the reality of the Nevrayim itself. So the Kayach and the Payal are two different things. We see the world, we look at the Gashmis and the Chomris of the world, and we see here Gashmis of the world. We do not sense this as a locus is the Gantzim Metzius from Velt, that godliness is the entire existence of the world. So therefore, sof sof, the helm, the very existence of the Gashmis and the Chumris of the world, is not the Kayach and the Kavana of the Eivishter, is not Taira and Yisrael. The Eivishter created the world in such a way that from our perspective, what is actually the nature of the world, that Pail and Kayach are two different things. Tachlis HaKavana is, however, what the ultimate purpose, as is all Nesgalev, Nimshach Veren, in the Briah, it should be revealed and to bring down in creation itself, Mitzad Velt Kufa. And you should see this in the, the world, in the, in the very existence of the world itself, from our perspective, where the pile is the Metzius. But what is this? is That it should be revealed in this world, from our perspective, that the world is the Teir and the and then what this accomplishes is that the world could be completely unified with the Eivishter, not only from above, mitzad l'mayla, but mitzad the metzius of the veld below. The Eivishter giving the teire breaks through. It, this, this is the whole idea that it always speaks about in Chesidus, about creating, joining together el and tachtainim to bring down this truth of the Eivishter, that it should be understood and sensed even from the attitude and the, and the reality that the Eivishter created in the world below, this should also be sensed and integrated into the world here as well.
Und der Fahrt ist dafür gemacht, und Teide geworden, Eretz Shekotov. So, this is the explanation of what it means when we say that when the Abishta gives the Teide, this strengthens the Metzias of the world. Before Hashem gives it Teire, is Mitzad, Welt Gufe, hat sich nicht angesehen begilui, ihr Kischer, mit Teire wie Israel. So in the Mitzias of the world itself, in other words, from the perspective of the world below, where the Teva, the Poyal, is separate from the Koyach, so over here, we did not openly see that there's a connection between Teire and Yisrael and the world. There's the Poyal, the world, and then there's the Teire and Yisrael, which is the purpose of the existence of the world, but that's not the Mitzias of the world itself. Und der Fahrt ist der Geshem vom Welt gewähnt mit Hatekif. And therefore, the Gashmias of the world was firm and strong itself. Like when you look at the Kaili, going back to the halacha that I spoke about before, when a person is carrying out a Kaili in Shabbos, so the Kaili for itself is, is, is an entity for itself. Was der Shira itself is letten Geshem vom Kaili. And therefore, if you're just carrying a Kaili, so the keli itself has its own shear. By matnteide is gegeben geworden dem koyach. However, now here came matnteide and strengthened the mitzvahs of the world, and it was megale the koyach to megale zayin in velt mitzida ir emes mitzvahs. The true mitzvahs of what the world really is from the Abish's perspective, mitzad el yoyne, mitzad lemaila, that should be recognized and sensed and revealed in the re- reality from the world below. So this, when it penetrates and it breaks through into the actual Metzius of the world itself from below, so now the world itself calms down. So this confirms fully and strengthens the Metzius of the world itself. Based on all of this, we can understand the Mechiluk Tzvishim, the Eidos, from Shemayim, the Oretz, and from the Shemayim, Yisrael. What's the difference between the testimony of heaven and earth that the eternity of existence that we see in heaven and earth are showing us on the Kayach of Ein Saif in the world, but yet there's still a deeper Kayach of Yidin that they bring a greater bittel and a greater connection of the world to the Ebrister even more than Shemayim and Aris. So the point here is as follows. When Hashem creates the world, He created it with the purpose and with the desire to, so there should be a dwelling for the Ebrister here in this world. What's the meaning of a dira dwelling? As it's explained in many places, not any level of revelation, but it refers to the very essence of the Ebeshter himself, like a person that lives in his home, totally comfortable, not in any way dressing himself up to appear to anybody else, but as he is for himself. So the kavana and the purpose of Hashem and his desire was that the essence of the Ebeshter should be here in this world. If that's the Ebeshter's desire, is the Chazigavaran Bepoyal. So this is actually what happens when the Ebesha creates the world. As we said before regarding the idea of that by the Ebesha there's no such a thing that there's a reality of Koyach, of an intention, and then there's a different reality of Poyal, which is outside of the source and separated from the Koyach. It's all one thing. It's all him. So if this is the Ebesha's desire, so that's what it is. The Ebesha, there is. From the Ebesha's perspective, so the Ebesha is here fully in the world. And not only that, here comes the Eidus of Shemayim Vaaretz. The Eidus of Shemayim Vaaretz is a reflection of that truth that is automatically from the first moment of creation that the Ebeshte is present there. And we could see this in the eternity of the existence of heaven and earth. 
which is here, present in creation, as explained before. That's the Eidus of Shemayim Vadetz. In other words, the Eidus of Shemayim Vadetz is merely revealing that truth that's there from the very first moment of creation from Hashem's perspective. The truth of creation that the Eibishter has a deed in this world. However, now, on the other hand, there's something much deeper here. All of this is the truth from the Eivishter's perspective, where the Kayach and the Poyal is all one thing, and the desire of the Eivishter and the fulfillment of the desire is all one, uh, it's all one thing. Is this an anoifim with Shemaim va'aretz, mitten Kayach ein Saif? So therefore, since this is all from the Eivishter's perspective, so, but if you're going to look at Shemaim va'aretz, from the perspective of the world below, in this reality, that the Abish created, that there should be a world, a pile, that senses itself as separate from the Kayach. So at the end of the day, from that perspective, Shemayim ve'aretz, mitten Kayach ha'in soich, zonetzvei The Shemayim ve'aretz, which is limited for whatever it is, and then the fact that it shows in the Kayach ha'in soich, that is the cause of its eternal existence, are still two separate entities. Because the Shemayim ve'aretz itself, for, for what it is, from its perspective, is, is a mitzis, is a limited existence, which is not ain't In order that the Abish's purpose of creation should be fulfilled, that the dira for the essence of the Abish should not only be mitzad lamaila, but also the creation itself should recognize and sense, and it should be permeated even in this reality, the way we see things from below, which is also a true reality that David created. the Avedis Ateira Mitzvahs from the Shamas Yisrael. Here is the Aveda of Yidin, David gives us the Teira and the Mitzvahs. And this is the Aveda of Yidin, was Durich Dan, Tuin Oif. So this is the Eide Kiyum. Here Yidin are creating and they're accomplishing a new Chiddush of this Dira as the Dira Betachtainim Zosain Mitzad Betachtainim Gufa. They are creating the Dira Betachtainim not just by revealing that truth that's there from Hashem's perspective, from the first moment of creation, but even the reality of the world below, which is a different reality that doesn't recognize the Kavana as part of the Bepoyal, as part of what the world is, as that this is the essence of the world. But even this place of Poyal should also have the essence of the Eivishter revealed in it. So that's a completely different kind of Eivishter. It's revealing the Eivishter to a much greater extent, in bringing it into the actual Metzius of the reality of the world below. This explains on a deeper level, the whole point of the Eide Kiyom is that they are the ones that establish the actual action that's being done. The Kiddushin is the integral part of the Kiddushin, is the Eidus itself. It's the point, like we said before, that the Eidus itself, they bring the strength of the Bria itself. In other words, the, the aspect of Bria from below. Shakata, or in the Lashon of the Pasuk, Shakata, that the world itself calms down because now the Pneumius of the Eivish is revealed not only from the Eivish's perspective, but also from below. Kanal Baruch has explained before. We could explain with this now also another aspect that was explained before, the difference between the Eide Bitter and the Eide Kiyom, and that is as Eide Kiyom, the Eide Kiyom, the ones that are establishing the facts, they become Eides at the time when they witness. 
On Eidei Birol, the ones that are just here to clarify the past, Ashtvin is an Eidim Bezdin. They become Eidim only when they're saying their testimony. The Pnimi Yisrael we can understand it now on a deeper level as it relates to the two levels of Eidus over here in the world. The Eidos from Shemayim v'Oretz Atzmo. The Eidos that the heaven and earth themselves say is Nit Megale Umamshech Atzmusi Yisbarach in Velt. It does not reveal and draw down the essence of the Eibishter in the actual existence from the reality below in the world. Shemayim v'aretz themselves are part of the limited creation of the world itself. Oilam, world is Helen, is, is concealment. The fact that you can see in the eternal existence of things in Shemayim and things in Oretz expressed the idea that there's an that there's expressed the idea that there's an infinite power over here in the world that is not what the world itself is. It's this That's not their limited being. The limited being cannot contain an unlimited power of this eternity. There are indicators of the power of a locus that's in them, but that's not their very mitzvah itself. Merit was yidden on bekoyach tzuzen in zeid and koyach ein soif. When you observe and you look at this shemayim v'aretz, the way they existed eternally, so a yid that has a neshama is able to sense and understand that there's a koyach ein soif. And the far oich nach the meidus. Zogn bleibt at smusis barach adavar hanelam legamri. So therefore, even after this testimony is said through uh, the Shemayim and Oretz, the essence of the Eibishter, as far as the actual world itself is concerned, is still completely concealed. The Yidin could recognize it, but if you're looking over here in the Metzius of the world, Shemayim Oretz itself is something separate from the Koyach HaEinsoyf in the world. So therefore, in this time period today, there is no Eidus here yet. When is it that this is going to be revealed and clarified and open only in the future when Mashiach comes? When the world will come to its ultimate perfection. The Abish's glory will be revealed for all flesh to see. Only then will everybody, not just Yidin, but the world itself and the Basar of the world itself will see this truth of the Eibishter. So therefore, the, at, at the time now, when this testimony is sort of happening, right now there's a Kayach HaEinsayf present here, but nevertheless, that Kayach HaEinsayf still remains sort of detached from the actual existence of the world itself. The world itself, from its perspective, in its reality below, does not relate or connect to this. It remains Nelam Lagamri. Only in the future, will, will, when, the, when the testimony is revealed and being expressed, then we will see, then it will become an atheist, then we will see this truth. When it comes, however, to the Aedis of the Eden, is this fakert. Over here, the Aedis of the Eden actually works in the reverse. The fact that when Aed fulfills Torah and Mitzvahs, he's bringing the essence of the Eidus into this reality of the world below, this is done completely, fully, at the moment when he does the mitzvah. That's the power of Matan Teireh. Every time you do a mitzvah, the very mitzvah of the world itself is becoming connected to the very essence of the Eibishter. 
This truth of what a yid accomplishes will be revealed for us to see, to understand what was already done from before. It's already an edus from before, like the case by the edus kedushin. They're already edus from before. Now they're just speaking about the edus that they already became before, and they, they don't need any additional inter- interrogation now to make them into edus. It was already accomplished before. A yid is nakayim teido mitzvus. It's all done now. It'll be open to us and expressed for us to see later. But the gather of edus is already right now when we're nakayim teido mitzvus. So just as you have this concept of Edis as it relates to bringing the essence of the Edis into the world, the two levels of Edis, the Edi Kiyom and the Edi Birur, what the Shemayim Oretz accomplish and what a Yid through his Aved and Mitzvah accomplishes, we could also find these two concepts of Edis within Yidin themselves and their Aved. This is Do'an Aved Al-Pitam Vedas. There's an Aved which is based on reason and logic, more calculated Aveda, but this is a Dova Niglo Borer as Medafton de Aveda. This is something which reason dictates that you should serve the Abishter to this extent. Hechef in them is an Aveda Lamaila Mitam Vedas. But then, higher than this, is when a person serves the Abishter beyond reason and logic. The Aveda versus Fabunim Siris Nefesh, an Aveda which comes from a person's self sacrificed Abishter, he's not thinking at all. But even this could be done in such a way as he is not in Eidos. It's still not this idea of Eidos, which is revealing something which is so deep and so hidden. Even Mesiris Nefesh could be something which relates to a person's reason and logic. It's a level of Mesiris Nefesh where a person is making a decision based on what he sees. And it says in Allah and Shulchan Aruch, when it is required to have Mesiris Nefesh and when not. Meaning, the point here is, it's not instinctive, it's not coming from the very core. He's thinking, he's calculating, am I obligated or not? So yes, he's giving up his life, it's a full dedication, it's a Mesiris Nefesh, but still related to Seichel because there's a Cheshbon involved. Hechsta Aveda is, then you have the deepest and highest Aveda is Vos Mitzad, so the very connection, the deepest connection that there is of the very essence of a year to the very essence of the Eibishter is Zay Mesiris Nefesh on Kenag Balas and Onchesh Bainis. So here you have a Mesiris Nefesh without any limitations and without any calculations at all. This is the Aved of a Yid, where the Pasuk is saying, here is the true testimony of a Yid. As it's this kind of Aved, the absolute Mesiris Nefesh, without any calculations, that draws down the very essence of the Ebishter in the world. Okay, so I just, when I prefaced this Sif, I made a mistake and said that the Rebbe is going to explain Ede Kiyom and Ede Birr and Aved Hashem. As you see, the Rebbe does not. The Rebbe just explains... Where do you have the concept of Eidos in Aveda? In Aveda it means the absolute Mesiris Nefesh. Another point here is as follows. Since the whole existence of the world is really its purpose that the Eivishter has in creation. That's the Teirev Yisrael. And when when that purpose is revealed, so whatever external layers there are in existence are stripped away. It's, it's totally insignificant. The Rebbe brought the example from Nigla regarding the halacha of burning the truma, that even if there's personal use, it, it's as if it doesn't exist. So from this we have the lesson as follows. 
When a yid is doing a mitzvah, darfes sich nit rechenet mit kein sach. Don't pay attention to anything that could get into your way. Nit mit sein eigene mitzies. The first thing that gets into your way is yourself. Or nit mit de mitzies von andere sachen or other things that can get into your way. Now the shach says handelt sich wegen am mitzvah. Because if you're dealing with something which is a mitzvah, verem battle alle chetzeni is the gesachen was kenen meilen sein of the mitzvah. So everything else externally which could interfere with this mitzvah will be nullified. It's a mitzvah, and that's its true existence. Any other aspect of its existence is not there anymore. It's, it's, it's not, it doesn't exist. The ganz mitzvah is not the mitzvah. Its true existence is the, is the kayach of the Ebesh, the kavan of the Ebesh, which is the mitzvah. For a person to sense this and to relate to this and to have this attitude also comes from the deepest part of your neshama that's hidden, which is called the edus, that's revealing what's so hidden in you. If you're connecting to the Eivish and serving him with reason and logic, which is related to Mamalakal or even if you go beyond that, but it's still somewhat connected to your reasoning, which is Sayyid Kalalman, is done art of the Mitzvah from the Brahim. There's still place to say that there's a certain truth to the existence of this reality that's not just the Mitzvah, not just godliness. When a yid serves the Ebeshu with the very essence of his soul, which is connected to the very essence of the Ebeshter, so it can be sensed on his heart, and a yid will sense by a yidin, that the entire existence of the world is just godliness, and the yidin, and therefore there's nothing that can stand in your way in doing a mitzvah. When you're doing a mitzvah, so what is this? It's all a lukos and teire v'yisrael.